Welcome to First Words, a podcast presented by the First United Methodist Church of Florence. Today's message is brought to you by Associate Pastor Rev. Dr. Terry Stubblefield. Today we're talking about no more fear, God knows my name. And our lectionary readings for today are from Exodus 34 that describes the amounts at Mount Sinai where Moses received the Ten Commandments, from Luke 9 that tells us about the Transfiguration, 2 Corinthians 3 puts all of these events into context by telling us that now we can look at God and face God. And then Isaiah 43, 1 tells us not to fear God. He knows our name. Now, admittedly, religion can be scary. For those of us that have grown up in church or been Christians a long time, this may be hard to believe. What is it about religion that makes people uncomfortable or even frightens people? Well, it's true that throughout history, there have been some bad people who have used religion to create fear in order to control people, and they have twisted and abused the Bible. But even now, when we have the freedom to believe what we choose, some people still fear religion. For some people, when we hear the gospel message of free salvation, it just sounds too good to be true. You know, you've always heard if it sounds too good to be true, it may be too good to be true. We think, what's the catch? We're afraid of a bait and switch where we're not hearing all the details of God's offer. Most people, I think even all of us, deep down inside believe that we have to do something to earn our way to be saved. The gospel that promises a new life by the free grace of God that comes as a free gift, it promises to free us from the chains that bind us, it sounds great, but can we believe it? But even when we hear the good news and it creates a hunger inside of us, we're still afraid or unsure. Maybe we're afraid of getting too close to God. In Exodus 34 at Mount Sinai and in Luke chapter 9 when Jesus was transfigured, we see people scared at what they saw. Maybe we're afraid that there's nothing we can do for ourselves when it comes to our eternal destiny. Maybe we're afraid of stepping over boundaries that are drawn by religion And we fall into a bottomless pit and lose ourselves, lose our souls. When today's lessons, we have stories of people who got close to God and the result was great fear with shivering and shaking. In Exodus chapters 19 through 34, we find God's people recently escaping slavery in Egypt with God's help comes to Mount Sinai, the mountain of God, to express their thankfulness to God, their Redeemer. But when they got close to the mountain, they turned to fear not joyful worship. God told Moses to instruct the people, get ready to meet God. Clean up, wash your clothes, wait. There were warnings not to touch the mountain where God would come to meet Moses. Don't go past the fence. Stay clean. Moses brought the people to the foot of the mountain where they saw a thick cloud. They saw fire and lightning. They heard thunder, the blast of horns. They felt the earthquake. Moses would speak and God would answer with thunder. Maybe they were afraid of standing before a holy and awesome God. And when Moses came down to the mountain after talking to God, his face was shining because of his encounter with God, and everyone was afraid. So Moses put a covering, a veil over his face to talk to the people. There's other Bible stories of people being afraid of God, God's presence, afraid of Jesus, afraid of the angels. Today is Transfiguration Sunday. And in Luke 9, we have a brief retelling of the transfiguration. After Jesus had told the apostles about his impending death and resurrection, 
after their retreat to Caesarea Philippi, where Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God, Jesus took Peter, James, and John on a hike up a mountain. So we read in, in Luke chapter 9, Jesus took Peter, John, and James with him, went on the mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed. His clothes became bright as a flash of lightning. And then two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared talking to Jesus. And Peter said to him, Jesus, it's good for us to be here. Let us put up three memorials, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. And while he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them. And they were afraid as they entered the cloud. And a voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son who I have chosen. Listen to him. Well, the cloud disappeared and then they were speechless. And only Jesus remained. In Matthew 28, the women disciples came after the Sabbath to finish the burial preparations for Jesus. An earthquake and an angel had moved the rock off the tomb opening. The guards were so scared they had passed out. The women came and they were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. Jesus is raised from the dead. Look and see and go tell the others. And then years later, Paul is reflecting on all of his events in 2 Corinthians 3. And he says, we have such a hope. We act with great boldness. Not like Moses, who put a veil over his faith to keep the people of Israel from gazing at the end of the glory. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And all of us, with unveiled faces, seeing the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the very same image as the glory of the Lord. So, the veil that Moses wore was a symbol of everything that prevents us from seeing God's glory. And God wants us to see, to experience his glory that fills the earth with his love, joy, hope, and life. Paul says the presence of the Spirit of God sets us free so that we now with unveiled, uncovered faces can actually see the glory of the Lord and be changed to be like him, we also being glorified. And then in Isaiah 43, 1, our last lectionary reading for today, God's people are told, Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. God knew these people, and he knows us. There's great comfort that God knows each of us by name. God knows every one of us. He knows what we're experiencing. We all have a journey. Our journeys may be different, but God promises to be each of us on our journey, on our way home. Knowing someone's name implies a relationship, and God's the great namer, the great claimer. Whatever is ahead, God will be with us. The Isaiah passage says, when you pass through the troubles, not if you have trouble. Isaiah says, when you pass through fire, not if you'll pass through fire, I'll always be with you. Difficult days, lonely days, days of sickness, grief, sorrow, in the worst of moments, it makes a world of difference that we are not alone. This is good news. And God's still doing that. God gathers his people from different places with different journeys because God knows we need each other. God calls every one of us by name. Well, sure he does. He's God. He made everything. But we all know the gift of knowing our name, the gift of someone knowing our name when we're new, lonely, sad, or hurting. There's a sacredness to remembering a name. And it may seem like a simple thing, but it matters. God knows. 
God remembers our names. Thank you for listening to First Word. For more information about our services or how to get involved in our community, visit us at fumcflorence.org or facebook.com slash florencefumc.